0: Hey folks, you're very welcome back to another episode of the Meditations on Movement podcast. In today's episode, we are going to discuss a topic um, called general physical preparedness and specific physical preparedness. Um, Hard to really give this a title when you have just kind of two terms that you've kind of got to go through. Uh, But basically all I want to say on this is um, before we actually delve into the topic itself, just be aware that this is um a concept a viewpoint um it's not a, a case where this has to be the way in which you view say like your training um, or the body in general this is just a term within strength and conditioning that kind of gives us a way of sort of categorizing things viewing things in a very um interesting way and then we can kind of uh play with the idea or we can you know we can uh, keep it in the back of our mind, or we can look at it very specifically. Uh, just don't think that this has to be the way that you view the body, okay? Uh, I think that's one thing that I've um, played with myself over time is you have these ways of sort of like categorizing things, um, system, whether they be like systems of training, uh, methods, concepts, and everything like that, and it almost becomes all-encompassing. It's like this is the only way, the only viewpoint Um, and that doesn't allow for a lot of wiggle room a lot of freedom and stuff like that okay so just see it as something to chew on something to play with okay excuse me so um what are we talking about when we talk about general physical preparedness and specific physical preparedness you'll see them sort of shortened um if you've ever come across it as like gpp and spp um the way in which i view them or the the way in which i think works best to view them is to start off with specific physical preparedness okay and in the sort of Route of training, you'd find general physical. Excuse me, general physical preparedness would come first, but then specific physical preparedness would come after. But I actually find, in terms of thinking about it conceptually, uh, specific physical preparedness works best to kind of analyse and look at. Okay, um, so what we'll do is we'll kind of take, uh, say, for example, two different sports, two contrasting sports. Okay, um, when we say, when I say, two contrasting sports think of the physical preparedness that is necessary for those sports. So there are certain demands within certain sports um, and there's a physical preparedness, a specific physical preparedness necessary for those sports, okay? Uh, Two sports, say for example, darts and mixed martial arts, okay? You can understand then that the two different sports have two sort of like varying demands, okay? Um, You can look at a sport like darts, okay? very specific in what you need to develop for the body physically there's not really a lot when you think about it okay and um, it's not to take away from the sports of darts but it's to sort of realize and understand that there's not a lot of um specificity in terms of physical preparedness that's really necessary okay while you would argue that you know you have to gain a lot of repetitions to be able to obviously actually go through the process of of being very accurate with your throw there's not really a massive limitation on say like the uh strength uh, the cardiovascular system all of these different things that might be sort of like physically demanding on the body there's not really a lot in, t- in darts you know you'd argue to some degree that you have to have a uh elbow joint that is conditioned to throwing that many darts within a night and stuff like that but that would become very basic within the sort of uh preparation for a sport like darts okay and um, there are other areas certainly like the uh uh the mental side of a sport like darts where you have to be very focused you know you have to not let the other person's performance rattle you too much you have to know when to to push a pace you have to know when to um you know not get phased by a certain play when to slow the game and all these different things that would wouldn't really be classed as sort of like the physical preparedness are super necessary within that sport okay so once again not trashing on sports of darts there's just not a lot of physical preparedness that's really necessary for that sport okay um contrast that then with a sport like mixed martial arts okay and um, when we think about a sport like mixed martial arts there's various different ways in which in which we have to be physically prepared okay we have to uh you know we have to have a, a well-developed cardiovascular system or we have to have what would be termed a specifically developed cardiovascular system for that sport okay the activity that you're going through uh typically like you take um you're going to be doing say anywhere from three to five five minute rounds um other organizations might have let's say like different um different restrictions on the round length uh depending on sort of like whether you're an amateur professional as well it might depend it might be a three minute round as opposed to a five minute round whatever way you sort of look at it doesn't really matter there's still a specific type of cardiovascular fitness that you really need to have for that okay um, you know, it's it's not in the same way that you would need to develop cardiovascular fitness for say like marathon running uh, where the main sort of way in which you develop it is for that sort of continuous uh, cardiovascular demand whereas a lot of uh, stuff in MMA is very kind of like on-off. You've obviously got to pace yourself but you've got to be able to obviously go for sort of like a sprint, a sprint in terms of say like throwing strikes in a very short, sharp manner uh, but then kind of recovering, coming back. You've then got the ground game um, being able to kind of handle the pressure knowing how to pace yourself knowing when to sort of to 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 push the pace as well all these things that kind of need to be taken into account in terms of uh, the development of the cardiovascular system and that's just say like one aspect that we've looked at and um, there's other things in terms of like strength mobility um coordination all these different things and it would have a sport like mma would have very specific things that need to be developed you know um, even taking say something like strength while strength is a very necessary thing within the sport you shouldn't overdevelop strength you shouldn't get to the point that say like um you're a powerlifter or you're an olympic weightlifter where you have ridiculous levels of strength for say like your body weight Um, or your weight class that might not be effective in terms of then your ability to uh, display say some of the skills that are necessary for mixed martial arts you know you would argue then if you've been spending so much time in developing say like the maximal levels of strength that you could develop within the human body you're not leaving yourself much adaptive energy or much um capability of say like you know developing your your kicking your um your takedowns and stuff like that so you've kind of got to look at it in that way but i suppose what we're looking at in terms of this is the lens of the of of physical preparedness over say like the the skill development and stuff like that okay so these are the the specific things that you would need to develop in terms of physical preparedness for a sport like mma that as i've said there the likes of mobility coordination uh strength cardiovascular fitness they have very specific things that you need to develop okay um we can then do that for almost like every sport that we go through we can kind of look at the demands in terms of the sport um, and we can look at ways in which we would need to physically prepare you can obviously look at it then in terms of like the the general activities that you do you know if you if you do a bit of running if you are involved in a sport if you're just in the gym whatever way it is you can look at those things through a, a specific lens if you want to okay um then we look at it through the lens of say like general physical preparedness and general physical preparedness is kind of like you almost want to think about it as the largest net that you could cast in terms of physically preparing your body okay and it's a good thing to develop um when you're younger because you sort of have the time in some way it actually is to uh young athletes or uh younger people's detriment to to be very very specific in what they do and because it can um, you're kind of like carving a path within one area you're putting so much focus into sort of developing a very specific thing and you almost haven't generally prepared the body for that specific thing so when i said at the start the reason why uh, you would actually look at general physical preparedness over specific physical preparedness is general physical preparedness or gpp sort of lays the foundation for everything okay if you can generally prepare the body, then you have uh, a lot of sort of time under your belt, a lot of training time um, where, excuse me, you can then go and adapt specifically. And this is kind of the natural process of things anyway, but sometimes uh, it can actually be the case where people develop a lot of SPP, specific physical preparedness first um, before d- developing general physical preparedness. and. Uh, someone who's talked about this a lot is uh, a guy called Eric Cressy. Um he's a strength and conditioning coach in the, coach in the states. Um I'm not sure what his Instagram handle or anything like that would be, but he's uh he's like a a shoulder specialist I suppose at this stage or he he specializes in working with uh, baseball athletes and has kind of Uh, specifically focus more on kind of like the shoulder and stuff like that and what you have in a sport like baseball is um, especially in the States it would seem in terms of like the development of younger athletes you get a lot of um you get a lot of what are called Tommy John surgeries um, that are now being done in uh, younger athletes at a, at a much earlier age. They're starting to see a lot more of them. Uh, Tommy John surgery is basically an overuse of the uh, elbow joint. You can understand the speeds in which they're throwing. They're putting a lot of stress and strain on, say, like the shoulder, the elbows, and stuff like that. Um, and you get sort of a uh, overuse injury as a result. And what they were seeing was... Um, you know years ago in baseball you were getting uh people going for this like the, the first surgery was done on a guy t- called tommy john that's why it's called the tommy john surgery um, and he'd been active for so many years and he was basically told like you're not going to be able to use your elbow again but then he had this sort of uh new surgery at the time and it was a success and it's and it's obviously say it saved his career and then obviously other people ended up getting it as well because they were getting that sort of overuse injury but you can understand then overuse within say like a professional athlete over time um you know there's there's obviously a lot of overuse that they would go through because they've been doing the sport for so long but you wouldn't really expect that in a youth athlete because you'd kind of say okay like uh they haven't done as many reps as say like an athlete but oftentimes they just haven't prepared themselves physically and they've gone too specific too soon so what you see in terms of the general advice is obviously to um they, they monitor a lot now within in, in youth in terms of baseball making sure that like those things like they, they can only pitch a certain amount of times when they get to a certain level um or a certain age bracket just to make sure that they're not developing this sort of like overuse injury but another thing then is to focus less on sort of like the specific development but to focus more on the general development and that general development can come in many ways like it can come in say like the uh the gym work that they're doing in a sport like that or it can come in the idea of, like, when you're young, just doing as many activities as possible, you know, not um, pigeonholing yourself into one type of, of activity. You know, not doing a solely lower body dominant sport or not doing a solely upper body dominant sport, not doing a solely cardiovascular demanding sport. Doing these sports that require, or multiple sports that would develop a lot of the systems within the body so that you have this sort of... Um, general development this wide net of development within the physical preparedness of the body uh so that you can you know you can do better in the future because when you do start to then go into the specific nature is you've already developed say like multiple systems and it's much easier for your body to take on these specific things and i've noticed that myself as well you know um in terms of my development like i would have done a lot of sports uh that were field dominant in my younger years like i would have played uh gaelic uh football i would have played hurling and i would have played uh soccer so i would have, i was playing sports that were you know very cardiovascular demanding a lot of running involved and um, but you can understand what them like there's a little bit of upper body in terms of what they're what they're doing but it's not as if um it's it's not as if they're upper body dominant in the same way like hurling is obviously football is a little bit to some degree but they're not upper body dominant in say box the same way boxing is you know you know um So uh, you can understand then the lower body development that I was happening was more that was um, going on at the time was more to do with say running, and it meant then when I went got into uh, I got into the likes of kung kung fu uh, Chinese kickboxing or uh, San Shao as it's called. Um, I got into Brazilian jiu jitsu, other different mixed martial arts as well. So. The thing that I noticed then was it was funny because I had done lower body dominant sports where I was very rarely, you know, kicking high, for example. It meant that when I went in to do the to do like mixed martial arts when I was uh, kind of like 14, 15 at the time, I'd had so many years of sort of adapting in a certain way with my legs that my hips were just useless, is the only way I could sort of put it. Um, i would go to, to throw kicks i would do all these different things and i just had no ability to to kick high the same way um, other people had within the the sort of classes and things that i was competing in you know it took a bit of time to sort of develop in that way but you can understand then um, the um very specific nature of the things that i was doing although i was doing multiple things and it, it sort of developed me in some way it wasn't giving me that overall development of sort of general physical preparedness that you would sort of uh, hope at an age like that okay um so that's that's one way of viewing it in terms of say like a larger scale that's that's one way of thinking about it in terms of say like uh youth into adulthood or going from say like uh you know you're you're looking at a youth athlete in terms of you know they might not specialize straight away a lot of people you know try out different sports and then eventually get to a sport that they really like they can compete in and then suddenly they're able to play uh, or able to compete professionally or or semi-professionally whatever like really focus on that sport okay um but a lot of the time the best way to sort of develop in that realm is you know not to over exhaust the one specific sport or the one specific nature and to actually develop a more robust physically prepared body okay that's maybe the long-term look and viewpoint of what is the difference between gpp and spp another viewpoint with these two concepts is to kind of look at it more in terms of say different aspects of your training maybe okay so and um, if you were to take say uh, a, a sport or activity you could look at it maybe in terms of like the calendar year and you might look at say um a, a sport like let's take football for example or soccer whatever you want to call it uh, you might look at a sport like football and say okay you've got a, you've got a, a season of matches and you've got an off-season a pre-season you know you've got off-season pre-season and in-season okay um off season, what you'd find is it would do you good to sort of like look at general physical preparedness and casting a net, looking at the areas of and and performing a needs analysis and kind of saying, okay, what are the areas that you're sort of lacking in that would really help you? You know, analyzing and saying, okay, what was the the effects of last season? The areas that seem to sort of break down sooner than others, whatever it might be, it might be a case of looking at say like the uh, mobility of the body the the general strength of the legs and stuff like that and developing those within sort of the off season um another area then is you're sort of going into preseason, so you might look at preseason as sort of like ramping up in terms of the cardiovascular fitness you're starting to do a lot more skills-based sessions and um, you can get in a little bit more running you'd probably have to come back a little bit more on say uh, the other bits of training time that you kind of had uh, because you just don't have you know as much time that pre as well is usually quite an intensive period so the previous bit of strength work and uh, maybe a small bit of cardiovascular work would have sort of helped in some way and then as you get sort of in the in-season, you have a lot more matches and stuff like that, um, high volume of running and stuff like that. So you're probably not going to be developing a lot of um, a lot of things within that because you've just got so much demand and stress being placed on the body, okay? That's an example for something like football. Um, you and your own training then might look at it in terms of say like uh, taking a period of time to to really focus on developing a little bit more cardiovascular fitness, um, just to make sure that you're well-rounded in terms of what you're doing so that you're not always doing, say, like, uh, strength work. Like, you see this with a lot of people just getting into the gym, and, you know, they might focus predominantly on, um, they might focus predominantly on bodybuilding-style training where you're just kind of, like, getting a bit of a pump, um, and that becomes the only thing that they develop. And what you find is, like, you'll develop um, you know you're focusing on a certain way of training you're you're developing to a certain degree but you're not developing that sort of like robust roundness you know you're not developing uh more mobility within the joints to be able to sort of like move into a lot different positions and expose yourself to a wider range of movements that you're capable of Um maybe a, a sport like powerlifting as well people get into when they come into the gym and they're only doing their squat benching and deadlifting and you can see themselves becoming so highly adaptive to these very specific movements. That there are other areas that would be, you know, beneficial in some way. There'd be benefit to, you know, powerlifters or bodybuilders performing a little bit of cardiovascular work because you're going to be better able to recover in terms of your, uh, in in terms of your, uh, like training, even between sets and stuff like that. You're going to be much better able to recover as well. And um, so you can see how all of these different areas sort of like help in a certain way. So once again it's it's certainly a lens to take and um, you're looking at sort of the specific nature of the things that you do uh, the activities the sport whatever it may be and you're, you're certainly becoming aware of like what's specifically needed for that but then you're looking in terms of the general nature um, of physical preparedness and and casting that sort of like wide net and saying okay well what are these other areas that are sort of valid in some way they might not be specifically valid in terms of physical preparedness but they are sort of generally valid and they're they're it's like the the base of the pyramid that you're sort of building on and it's it's come up in terms of my training you know although it might not be something that I keep in mind uh, all the time in my training in terms of GPP and SPP it sort of makes me aware of the years that I would have put in in terms of effort and training uh, when I was younger whether it be Um, sort of the sports that I was playing in terms of developing, say the, uh, cardiovascular fitness that I had, um, it the the years of sort of like bodybuilding and strength training style work that I got into in the gym, I'm sort of grateful for those years because now the work that I'm doing in terms of say more movement, and acrobatics, wall work, all these different aspects, I have that foundation. You know, I can go up onto the wall and I can perform pull-ups. And while I might do something, while I might find that there are movements that are outside my my capability right now, a lot of the time it just takes you know a little bit of sort of fine tuning within the body that I'm suddenly going to be able to get them uh, a lot sooner than someone who uh, who maybe wasn't as physically prepared, you know, maybe didn't have the years of development that I've had, um, and can't excuse me can't get it maybe as quick as soon. Um, because they don't have those areas developed, so you can understand. Then, say for example, if we were to go and if me and and some other person were going to go and do a session, and we were to go and take say like a movement that neither of us can actually perform, there's a there's a strong possibility that say I have the ability to get sooner than the other person. Um you know if, if the, their cardiovascular fitness is, isn't as good they're not going to be able to get in as many reps they're not, they're not going to recover a little bit worse because my cardiovascular fitness is a lot better okay that's one way of sort of like viewing it from that sort of general perspective where you go okay if i've spent the years developing a lot of that general capability i am now suddenly going to be able to perform uh, much more specific things uh, a lot better as well okay um do I have anything else to say on this topic? I suppose I just wanna recap again, just in terms of saying that, it, remember it's a lens, okay? It's a concept, it's not, um, it's not, you know, written in stone that you need to focus on GPP and SPP within your training. Um, it's just sort of a, a general way of sort of viewing things and something that you can digest and sort of chew on yourself, okay? Um, before going th- today, what I want to mention is um, the I've received a, a bit of feedback on sort of the episode so far, which has been great. Some people have sort of been responding to emails. I want to make sort of like a question section at the end of podcasts, Um so obviously those who have listened to this, um, I'm gonna obviously filter it into into the email that this goes out. Remember, this is a private podcast, so you have to be subscribed to my email list. So considering I send this to you via an, an email address, just hit reply um, and respond to it there. But basically, if you have any questions that come up, I know I've been asked questions a lot of the times over sort of like... Uh, direct messages and stuff like that through Instagram people have asked me sort of more specific questions about their issues that they're having um, in terms of their own training and stuff as well. so if there's any topic that you actually want me to discuss on the podcast and um, just send me a message just hit hit reply in terms of the uh, email that I send you across. And I'd be happy to discuss, I'll take it as sort of like a topic or I can just do it as a section of the podcast as well, maybe near the end, if I have the general topic myself that I go through and then maybe leave like five, 10 minutes near the end to sort of go through a a specific question, okay? So it helps me just give me an idea in terms of what are the things that you actually want me to discuss and then obviously helping you out specifically if it's a specific question, a specific topic, whatever it is, okay? Um, But for the moment, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, I certainly know myself, it always helps when I... Go through this myself in terms of the thought process, the lens that I'm sort of looking at things. Uh, so to discuss a topic like GPP and SPP, um, it's it's sort of interesting. It stretches the brain. Okay, so I hope that sort of helped uh, yourself. I'm sure it's if it's if it's left you, you know, any questions and stuff like that. Like I have, um, I, I as I said, I'm sort of going through a lot of the emails that I would have sent out to a lot of people um, when I first came across here to Vienna. So uh, like I'm uh, going by the email that I would have sent to crowd, uh, across on uh, GPP and SPP, one, a few questions that I left near the end was, you know, what areas of the body um, are limited in terms of their development? That's one question to kind of ask after this podcast. Uh, where am I maybe lacking, you know, strength, mobility, whatever the sort of thing that you want to consider. Uh, what ways am I trying to make this easier, but actually sacrificing long term development? And that's something to consider then in terms of developing SPP, is and um, although it might be super necessary right now, is there a potential to be sacrificing, say, like long term development by only focusing on one specific thing, one specific area? And um, so, all things to chew on, okay. And um, if there's any questions off this podcast itself, um, and you want me to respond via email, just send uh, an email to me. Um, replying to the email that i sent this to you from Um, and then obviously uh, uh, give me a bit of context as well of potentially questions that you wanted me to discuss in future episodes as well okay Uh, so that's everything for the moment folks thanks again for listening in and i'll see you on the next episode of the meditations on movement podcast all right